Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Do the show, bitch. Welcome to Ben and Woods. Try to say this nicely. When you look at Ben, Paul, and me, it doesn't scream athlete. I know you fat bastards want to eat some of this. With Ben Higgins. Go to hell, pro sports. Stephen Woods. That was incredible. And Paul Reindel. All right. Get ready, tier ones. Oh. It's Ben and Woods. Finally the chance for somebody to get on and do some good sports talk radio. On 97.3 The Fan. Do the show, bitch. Yeah, you got it. I am, uh, this is unbelievable. Ben and Woods, a little later than we're used to being on, uh, out here live at uh, Petco Park for Padres Fan Fest, and some familiar faces, and there's like, I mean, it's just packed here. I'm Woodsy, to my left is my man Ben Higgins. Hi, everybody. To his left is Paul Reindels, our executive producer. Good morning. Uh, this is, Good afternoon. This is truly, <laughs> Good evening. this is truly, truly uh, a special day, and I, I, I don't even know really where to start uh, other than I'm glad we had this shift because had we had the other shift, I heard it was a little difficult getting in, getting uh, getting acclimated, getting in the door, all of that. But I think inherently that's a good thing. Here's where I'll start. I have been a San Diego Padres fan my entire life. When I kind of signed up for this, it was kind of a small, intimate affair. You know, there were just a, a few of us around. A few hardcores, you yeah. Know, the team wasn't really that good, and you could get a ticket whenever you wanted. There were, you know, 25,000 empty seats every night or more at Qualcomm Stadium. And now look at this for a fan fest. It is absolutely jammed here at Petco Park. Uh, no, no question yeah. about it. I think uh, the other thing that you can do is – there's a lot of those narratives that we can now smash. Remember when people like to say, the Padres only have 14 fans. There's 14 fans right in front of us. This is insane. There's like thousands of people down on the field. There's thousands of people still waiting in line to get in. Uh, thousands of people down in the garage sale. So um, whatever they've done here, and we all kind of, we can go through it if you want. They've been doing the right thing every step of the way. Uh, just what, what ownership has done and what, what the CEO, Eric Grubner, has done, what they've done with the marketing, with the uniforms. You look around, City Connect, Sand, Pinstripes, you got to – it's genius. Like, whatever they've done, they've, they've really, really opened the bottle, and it's just perfect right now. How about the connection with the community, what they did yesterday, Incredible. going out in different groups to different parts of the county and uh, going to schools, to sheriff stations, to hospitals, yeah. downtown, just milling around at, at, at bars and – restaurants and just meeting the community and being out there uh, to get more excited for this start of the season that's coming up. Yeah, that stuff goes a long way. And, and look, let's let's be honest with ourselves and let's be honest with how it used to go. It used to be the 20th man on the roster through the 26th man on the roster that was like, hey, buddy, 
you drew fan fest duty this year so uh we'll see you out there the superstars back in the day uh would be like yeah we're not doing that i mean yesterday our pal um our my, my buddy men's ray tweeted did the padres just turn a billion dollars of 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 players out into the community community they did they really really did yesterday they released a billion dollars worth of players out into the community yesterday to shake hands and I'll tell you, man. Not like, one of them was stolen. Yeah, not one of them was stolen. But you look at the guys that were out there, and you're like, these are it's a, it's an all star team, and everybody's into it, man. Everybody from Xander Bogarts, the new guy, Juan Soto, who's still the new guy, Manny Machado, who's now the old guy, Fernando Tatis is the the new guy. Again. He's new again, <laughs> uh, and everybody's into this thing, man. So if you can hear the excitement in our voice. It's pretty crazy. Pretty crazy to be a part of, and uh, I just it's 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 amazing. Let's Do just, we know what what's capacity at Petco Park? Not sold out seats for a Padres game. Capacity for the entire 40 stadium. Five? I mean, because they said they gave out what one hundred and fifty thousand tickets. Thousand tickets. Now they weren't expecting every single one to get claimed and used. But when I got here at about eleven thirty, they stopped entrance. They they the voice was going throughout the speaker saying we are at capacity so temporarily pausing entrances until people filter out i don't blame them and i'll tell you why because we've got firsthand experience with this when they reached out um during the playoffs when the padres were in philly they asked if ben and i would come down and and host a q a with hoffy loretta those guys and i said absolutely and in my mind i go oh my god petco's gonna be full we are going to be in front of a capacity petco and I talked to the guy. He goes, yeah, we actually gave out, like, 60,000 tickets or something. I go, I'm dead. This, I, I'm not going to be able to do it. I'm, I'm taking a Xanax before this thing. I need to calm down. There was, like, 700 people. Like, you just don't know who's actually going to show up. Well, it looks like today every one of those 150,000 Every one of those 150,000 showed up. I so. know this guy. I, know, I heard a roar of the Is crowd. Is that a uh, Hall of Famer? because it's the closer. Yeah, look at this. Waiting on Trevor Hoffman. He's got to stop, take some pictures. Look at this guy. Yes, sir. Trev, good to see you. How you doing, buddy? Trevor Hoffman joining us here on uh, our special Ben and Woods edition from Padres Fan Fest 2023. And Trevor's going to get his headset on. I I know you were a part of uh, a number of Fan Fests as a player with the San Diego Padres. Uh, I don't remember them looking anything like this, Trevor. <laughs> I think you could have added them all together and we wouldn't have come up with the amount of people that are here today. So this is incredible. The energy's awesome and the excitement is off the charts and we've got a lot of eyeballs looking at us. Yeah, it's, weird. it's very weird, isn't it? <laughs> I feel a little bit like we're at the zoo. Well you're used to You're used to it. You're Pretend used you're about to, to save a game in the ninth inning all or right, something. Just don't pick your nose right now. <laughs> That's key. We work in radio for a reason, Trev. We don't want all these. We all have a us. face for radio. That's true. It's yeah. good to see you again, man. You too. What's been, what's your day been like today? Oh wow! Um, started on top of the Western Metals building, doing some autograph signing there, and then uh, had a chance to go and do a photo booth. Uh, got a quick bite to eat, and then uh, did a couple things for a pedal of the cause that's coming up. Yep. That uh, is a great fundraiser. And then uh, finishing off with you guys. Beautiful. That's for last. Just as you kind of mingled around, just the interactions with Padres fans. I mean, it's hard enough for us to walk through this place. For you, you must be stopped every four seconds. You know three what? Seconds. Just keep moving. That's yeah. kind of yeah. the key <laughs> to it all. So, all right. You know, that's uh, it, 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 well worth it. Yeah. I think the, 
the fans are what drives the engine, and it's important that uh, we all get a chance to say thank you um, for them and their participation in this whole thing and understand that we're all excited for pitchers and catchers reporting and getting this thing started. You talk to Hey, my, my nephew Nate Mason right there. Hi, Mason. <laughs> there <Good> buzz. <laughs> McKenna. Where's Kevin? <laughs> Have you talked to uh, Have you talked to some of the new guys? Have you talked to Xander? Have you talked to? Had a chance to uh, introduce myself to him last night at a function. He said, "Thank you for what you did for my RBI baseball team. You really helped me out <laughs> in the video games." <laughs> All right, now it really aged me a little bit. Well, but, he's uh, a rat. He's a baseball yeah, rat. We talked. We talked uh, when we were at fantasy camp about Ethan Salas, and we'd heard that story. The stories about him. But Xander's the same way. Yeah. Xander's a he's a baseball guy. It doesn't real personable, fantastic yep. individual, outgoing. Wants to win, has been a winner, and so it's an exciting pickup for sure. You and I talked about at Fantasy Camp 2 a few weeks ago about the reintegration of one Fernando Tatis Jr. back into the squad. We had that article that uh, Kevin and Annie wrote last week that was really, really good, talking about how he's kind of back and ready to take on all the challenges. But to actually see it yesterday out with the guys, the smile, the billion-dollar smile, I'm no longer. I have no longer have any trepidation about this whatsoever. It feels like he's he's fully back. Integration's the key. I mean, that's the big word, and it's going to be a slow process, like you said. And I think he's gotten some great advice from some of the guys in the clubhouse that we've talked about. And it's going to be something that's going to be nothing easy about it, but yeah. it's something that I think he's up for the challenge. Trevor Hoffman with us here at FanFest. All right, kind of a base, serious baseball question. Uh -oh. I was just downstairs with Manny Machado, and he was asked this as well. Padres get to the NLCS last year. But what is it going? What does it take to get to that next level? You, you went to a World Series, obviously. What's the difference between just those last couple of steps? Because they're all those teams are good there at the end. So how do you start that process in February when you know you really need to be playing well in October? Yeah, I think the biggest thing is you recognize that you have to wait a whole calendar year to get back to that same spot to have the opportunity to punch a ticket. And so it's great being part of the Final Four of what's left at uh, the top of the heap, but. You want more, and now you've had a little taste of it. And you understand every little play, every little ounce of what you do is important, and you're going to try and push the, the, the boat over the over the edge a little bit so you can get to the next step. Talking to Trevor Hoffman here, and uh, got the fans right in front of us at FanFest. Uh, the Padres' bullpen, obviously there's still some question marks in terms of, like, health. Uh, Drew Pomeranz, his comeback. I don't know what you've been able to, to hear about. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. But how do you sort of seeing it shaking out kind of in front of Josh Hader this year as they get ready for the pen? You know what? we got some big arms. I know that. Everybody seems to be throwing 100 miles an hour coming out of the pen, but... Uh, that's the beauty of spring training. Um, we're going to find out about guys that we have no idea that we're even talking about yet. And so they're going to show up, and they're going to have a, a big imprint on what's going on down there. Um, and it's going to be a great opportunity for, uh, for people we're not even thinking about. So it's great. I think, you know, the, the key is to stay healthy all the way across the board. But if they are healthy, then you want innings out of your starters. And when your starters do well, you hand the ball off and you go through the back end of the, uh, the bullpen. But, you know, everyone's going to be super important. You think, Trev, it's – easier to manage today or harder like it, just the, the pitching staff you think it's a it's an easier situation or harder these days to do i think i think it's a it's a catch-22 because i think things are laid out to an extent of what you're supposed to do when you get to certain situations and then you have a manager like we have in bob melvin who's had a ton of experience in the dugout and has a, a great way of being able to read his personnel and so that's this balance of when do you go with your gut and when do you go with the numbers and what it's, it's saying that you should or shouldn't do and so yeah. I think it's probably it was easier back then rather than to have to digest all the information and not really inundate your players with too much of that information. I think they you don't want them getting caught up. You don't want the analysis by paralysis. So you want a situation where you free up your guys and ultimately make some decisions that you put them in positions to succeed. Well, back in the day, I mean, you'd put your starter out there and, and probably hope he goes nine. <laughs> and if not, maybe you'd put in Goose to the last two or three innings. If you're going to win the game, and that's it, there's not. There wasn't a lot of decisions. Well, Goose and Raleigh would look down at the pen and go, "I'm better than anybody you're going to bring in." <laughs> Damn, so put me that in. eliminates them. Um, and no, you know, the starters are going, "Hey, bring in those guys early. They're going to go three or four innings." So I mean, that that was kind of easy in a way itself. It is wild. I mean, the, the to to watch a starter now. I mean, and look, this is just the way it is. I have no problem with it. I great. I, I'm now expecting like, just please give me five. Give me your best five innings, and then you turn it over to. Amazing lefty throwing 100, amazing righty with nasty breaking stuff, and then on and on to Josh Hader at the end of the bullpen. You were that guy at the end. Boach, all your managers knew, all right, we're just going to get it to the ninth and hand it off to Trevor, and, and we're good. Not every manager has that luxury, but, um, yeah, I, I think it's interesting when you look at what Bob Melvin's got with you, Darvish. He's going to try to stretch him a little bit. going to try to stretch Joe a little bit. Blake, probably not so much early. And then after that, there's still kind of a few question marks. The argument is always, is it better to have Blake third time around? The numbers are going to say no, that we can bring in a fresh arm that hasn't been seen in the, the BAA, Babbitt you know, stuff, all these different analogies to explain why they're a better hitter against Blake that third time around than a, a reliever. But you got to trust your eyes sometimes. Yeah. It's a long season. You build your roster at the beginning. 
for a long haul. And then it turns into an absolute sprint if you're, you know, wild card like we were last year and going into New York. And then it's even a five-game series. It's not even a true seven to kind of get a, a sense. And so there's so many different ways that you got to make up your roster and your team at, at certain moments of the year, when to push the cat's pedal, when to maybe back off. You know, it's great to have 111 winnings like the Dodgers did, yeah. but it didn't get them anywhere. Did nowhere. They got beat by us. Yep. And so that's kind of the idea is, like, when can you peak and yeah. maximize the guys that are around you? I think one of the big differences between baseball maybe, you know, 40 years ago and today, and you were more in the – the transition. That was he, closer to the 40s. Yeah, yeah, but, but you, hear, you hear guys, why can't pitchers go deep into games anymore? What's what's changed? Why aren't pitchers as tough as they were back then? And I think what is not understood is that starters used to pace themselves a little bit more. And now you kind of pace yourselves against the hitters that you have to go up against. They're going to they're gonna murder you. Yeah. So you're going all out for as long as you can. And if that's five innings, if that's six innings, that's great. And then you get a reliever who comes in and he goes as hard as he can, whether it's three outs or five outs, and then they bring in another one who goes absolutely as hard as they can. There's not a lot of pacing yourself anymore on the mound in Major League Baseball. Yeah, we're not going 25 hours of Le Mans. We're going yeah. drag strip, quarter mile as fast as we can go with yep. everybody. And so, you know, I, I still feel like there's a caveat to have guys understand to, that pitching is different than throwing. And so if we can kind of morph back a little bit there, then I think you get some 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 different mileage out of our stars you get different mileage out of some of our relievers and then you have your specialty guys at the back end that can uh, really do their thing it's a bit of a, a pick and choose as well you got to know your lineups you got to know the guys that you can't let up at all against i'm not saying you let up against other guys but you can maybe pitch them a little bit differently and save your arm a little bit to go deeper i honestly think the way the schedule set up this year and not having so many games in the division you're going to have the ability to kind of not get overexposed with say 19 games against yes, the guys yeah. in our division. so there's going to be an element to it that you can have other guys and to keep them fresh because you're not going to like, oh my gosh, we, we're in so many winning ball games, we're going to keep going with Josh, and now all of a sudden you get situations where they've seen Josh 12, 13 times. 100%. That's not going to happen. So yeah. it might be a little bit different in that regard. No, it's good stuff, man. I, we've got like one minute left with Trevor. Are you going to be out of spring training? I will be. Yeah. All right, I'm looking forward to watching some pitching with you. One of the highlights of my spring training experience was watching. I can't even remember who was throwing. You were quizzing me, and I was just failing miserably. But I learned. I learned a lot that day watching with the Hall of Famer. Uh, pretty cool experience. But I, I was out there uh, fantasy camp watching Baez and Morihone throw and, you know, Alesco, some of these these big arms coming up. It's crazy being that close that next close. to them oh that you my. can see the blind, feel the velocity and the late action. Oh. It kind of puts into perspective. Like, we watch games on television. It looks so easy. It looks really television. easy. You see the separation of the ball and the glove, and here it comes. Why are like we swinging, man? Like, how do you miss that pitch? I can see it plainly. Go stick your butt in the middle yeah. of a batting box, and it's completely you different You get a pitcher animal. who only throws 94. And yeah. I'm, and watching it home, you go, this guy's a soft toss. Let me put you a 94 in your rib and see how that feels. That's not going to dig in easy. Pretty fast. Well, uh, Trevor, I know they got you somewhere else, so we appreciate you stopping by. Thank you very Always a great treat to talk to the Hall of Famer. Trevor Hoffman, everybody. Big round of applause. Going to break. For Trevor Hoffman. Yeah, we're going to take a timeout. Uh, our first one here, we're going to be on until 3 o'clock. We uh, we think Jesse Agler stopping right by here. Jake Brooks. Yep. Oh, Jesse's already Jesse's stopping by. His way up. He's coming up next. Stay tuned for more. Benna Woods live from Padres Fan Fest on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. I love the colorful clothes you wear And the way the sunlight plays upon her hair Why don't we harmonize like this, I wonder? I don't know, I'm feeling nothing but good vibrations right now here at Padres Fan Fest 2023. What a scene. Uh, We just had Trevor Hoffman stopping by. It's a special edition of Ben and Woods going until 3 o'clock. And now, look who is here. He is one of the masters of ceremonies today. He is the voice of the Padres here on 97.3 The Fan. None other than Jesse Agler yeah, joining us. Oh, Jesse Agler. Jesse. You guys work Saturdays? No, no, oh, not wow. usually. Oh, but okay. what if, uh, how could you not be here for this? This is incredible. Uh, this is unbelievable. God, man. I, I got stuck in what I think was the worst of the traffic on Imperial, as everybody else did, I guess. And normally that would make me very upset. And I just kept thinking to myself, this is as good as it gets. No doubt. And it's uh, it's been an incredible day uh, being out around the ballpark, meeting people, seeing people, hearing from the fans. I mean, uh, this this is not normal what's going on, and in the best way possible. Now, I saw I saw you up on stage. I couldn't really hear what was going on. What was kind of your role so far today? Uh, moderated a couple of panels, was part of a, a panel with uh, Don and Mud and Tony, and then the last one with Peter Seidler, A.J. Preller, Bob Melvin, and Eric Gruppner, um, which was really neat. And, I mean, when we introduced Peter, the fans were chanting his name. Wow. How many of the 30 major league owners do you think would show up to FanFest and have the fans chant their name? Steve Cohen, probably. Yeah, probably Steve uh, Cohen. I don't yeah. know that they can do FanFest in their weather, but if they did, he would get you know cheered. He would be loved. Peter Seidler, as he was today. That might be the list, guys. I mean, there might be a few owners who they chant their name, but they start with a word that we can't right. say on the yes. radio. It's and a different chant. Yes. Different sort of chant. It is yeah. not a chant of uh, admiration <laughs> or affection. And, I mean, that's that's kind of all you need to know, right? That the owner is getting the same kind of reception that the all-star third baseman is. Uh, and it's it's just a remarkable time here in San Diego. It really is. It's hard to wrap your head around. Uh, yeah, I've been here 13 years. And, and to watch the the change uh, in the organization, in the fan base, uh, just in the caliber of player 
it's it's remarkable when you look up and down this what should be the 26 man roster jesse you're like how how did they score this, a lot of runs man how did this happen <laughs> you know i mean and and 20 games in getting tatis back who by the way looks fantastic uh looks like he feels fantastic L- looks like his head is where it needs to be is saying all the right things is doing all the right things so far uh adding a guy like that back is very very scary love you too thank you very very scary she's talking to ben to this line she was talking oh, to yeah, jesse yeah. Uh, talking to jesse me or ben <laughs> we need a ruling the uh the fernando thing is obviously huge and, and look there are question marks physically and otherwise yep. Uh, not playing for a year is a big deal no matter the circumstances. Uh, but I'm definitely team optimist when it comes to him. I mean, he's just he, – I think a lot of people have forgotten just how talented he is. No doubt. And how incredibly special he is. Um, you know, mentally there will be some hurdles to get over, and there's no way to get over them without going out and playing. And he'll do that. And, and I loved what Joe Musgrove said earlier today. You guys probably have the sound. Uh, if you've played it already, I apologize. But he, he said something to the effect of, you know, at some point, Fernando's going to have to forgive himself yes. and, and sort of get past this being a thing. Um, now, we all know that can't happen on February 4th. I don't know that it can happen during spring training. I don't know that it can happen in the first few days back from the suspension. But at some point, he's going to have to move past it himself, kind of know that, hey, I got to be on the up and up. I got to do everything right from here on out. But it, it can no longer be a part of, like, his, his everyday consciousness. And to hear a guy like Joe Musgrove say that, I think it's so important because it sort of opens that door up to Fernando yeah. and allows him to be like, okay, if, if Joe thinks that, it must be true, and that's going to be a big part of the success well, that this team has. And, that, that is, and, and that's all fine and dandy, but again, what he brings on the field. Yeah. I mean, if you really parse it out and you look at the history of athletes that have done things wrong, uh, it's way down the list. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, it's oh, yeah. way down yeah. the list. Yeah. Uh, winning typically takes care of, of everything. Performance typically takes care of everything attitude typically takes care of everything so far so good getting him back a couple weeks into the season adding him to this already all-star laid in the lineup is just going to be silly it's going to be silly have we looked up yet what the padre single season run record is as, as a team because i'm taking the over yeah i'm gonna take yeah the over. i mean they're gonna smash it's gonna be so much fun to watch just a nightmare for opposing pitchers as well horrible. to have just to get through that lineup like horrible. three straight days you come in you know, we got to go through this lineup over and over and over again. I was talking to Mud about it earlier, and I don't normally uh, consider him an expert on pitching, despite the fact <laughs> that he pitched. Um, but you know, he said, "Look, the veteran guys," and he didn't name names. But you think about a Scherzer or whoever; they're not going to be bothered by no. it. But there are very few of those guys. And for your average major league starting pitcher, or for your young, and you see plenty of them over the course of the season, young starting pitcher, he's going to look at that lineup up on the scoreboard before first pitch, and he's done, <laughs> done. Yep. Before it even starts. 100%. And that's that's a real thing that will be happening this year. Jesse, uh, I think we're less than three weeks away from you like calling our first spring training game here on 97.3 The Fan, You are right? correct. 20 days from 20 today. 20 days from today. Now, one thing that almost everyone can agree on, from players to coaches to broadcasters to fans, spring training always feels too long. And other than, you know, stretching out pitchers, which is why they kind of have that many games, yeah. it usually is. However, this year, there's some things to get used to. Yeah. Pitch clocks. Yeah. New rules, no shift, and broadcasters are going to have to get used to those rules as well. I'm sure you've already put some thought into it. How do you think the game will look or feel different this season? I, I think it's going to look incredibly different. Yeah. Um, I think I don't know that they're going to knock 20 minutes off that time you see in the box score. <laughs> they're not. That's it's, what they did in the minors. I don't think that's going to happen in the big leagues where all of a sudden the average time of game is now like 2 hours, 41 minutes. I don't think that that's going to happen. However... It's going to look different when you're watching it. The pace will be picked up pitch to pitch. 
Uh, I was talking to Nick Martinez about that earlier today, and, and he was like, yeah, I've been working on, you know, sort of different things I can do in order to be a little bit more quick, knowing that that's coming. Um, the shift thing obviously will change the way it looks. Literally, the bases being bigger will look different. They're um, cartoonishly large. I just saw them. Yeah. They're massive. Yeah, Wait it's going to be really weird that first time you look down on the field from your seats. You go, wow, that's wild. Yeah, it's but wild. you'll get used to it like everything else. But, yeah, no, I think the, the, the game is going to look very, very different. Um, I, I don't know exactly how it's all going to be yet because we haven't had a game yet. But, yeah, you're right. This is a good year for spring training. And, and as Bob Melvin was saying to us a few minutes ago, like, the most important part of it is these guys are going to have as much time, really, as they need to become accustomed to it during spring training. So the, by the time you do get to March 30th and the Rockies are here, it's like, all right, no big deal. You know, we've been doing this. World Baseball Classic or not, are everybody that, should be okay. Are those rules in the WBC? Apparently not. <laughs> yeah. You now, are, I don't know that that's, like, locked me. in. It's a very good question you asked. Oh. Um, but it's, uh, as I have most recently understood it, no. Smaller bases. Well, the the bases that they're all used to for yeah, the most part. Yeah. Shifts allowed. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no pitch clock. Oh my god. So, I, I think one of the interesting ones is going to be the maximum of two throws over to first base yes. as a kickoff. Yes. And, and for you, especially Jesse, the way you kind of call the game because that that'll be a dramatic moment. Yeah. If there's, yeah. been, if there's been two pickoff attempts. That runner knows Look for him to go. he can either go or if they try it and they fail to pick him off, then it's essentially a balk and they get second base automatically. That's going to be kind of a game within the game that increases the drama as you're kind of laying out what you see in front of you. How many pitch outs have you seen in the last 15 years? Not that many not that many. Four? Yeah. yeah, not that many You're going to see them now, right? It's a, it's a, you would it's think. A, a, you're going to see... You don't get charged for that, so you can yeah. do that. So you you're, yeah, it's a ball, but yeah. you know yeah. you're you're going to see. I think more pitch outs than we've seen recently. I think you're going to see a lot of pitchers working on slide steps. Those guys who maybe aren't so fast. Like, yeah, I, bet, no, I don't mean fast between pitches. I mean fast delivering to the plate. You're going to see guys who've never slide stepped before going to slide step, um, and it's fascinating to me because you're right. That's the the biggest one. Um, like, is Trey Turner going to steal 100 bags this right, year for the 100%. Phillies? Right, 100%. Like, that to me seems at this moment like a realistic possibility. Like, Fernando could steal 60, 70 bases if that's the way the Padres want to play it. I'm not right. sure they would, but, like, guys with that kind of speed and base running ability I think could put up some numbers unless the pitchers sort of do figure this out. And, but, and I'm not convinced that they won't, by the way, because, all right, let's say you've thrown over twice. Right. And now everybody in the building knows no. he can't throw over again unless he gets him. So is the guy going to take a 20-foot lead and just take off on first movement? You know, is there going to be some other gamesmanship? Is that where you're going to see that pitch out? Like, what kind of weird little things that we've never considered are they going to come up with? But I'll tell you this. In the minor leagues when they were doing this, the numbers were crazy. Remember last year when the Padres called up uh, Esteri Ruiz? Yes. And everybody was going crazy because he had stolen 60 bags or whatever in 20 games. I remember going on with you guys. I said, well, pump the brakes on Settle that. Settle down. Yeah, because those stolen bases were not big league stolen bases. But, like, that's what was happening in the minors last year. And you got you got some real, real opportunity. So yeah. we, as a team, gave up a, a buttload of stolen yeah. bases last year. Yeah. Didn't throw anybody out. A lot of people wanted to say, well, it's Nola, it's Camposano, it's, it's whoever behind the dish. Uh, Alfaro. Pitchers, pitchers, it was the, always. The pitchers, always. they were all to a man, were almost so slow to the plate, did not hold runners well. How does that change? I mean, that's, that's got to be something that they work on. I mentioned the slide step thing Nick Martinez was talking about it today. And he said, he, uh, I haven't slide stepped since I was in Japan. Now, apparently, and i got to talk to him more about this, it was interesting. It's like a really big deal in Japan. 
the teaching, no, the, slide, the step. slide step. They're like obsessed with it there. It's like a really, really big part of coaching pitching. And he said he hadn't done it, you know, since he left. Um, and all offseason, he's been working on his slide step, knowing that, you know, I'm not the quickest to the plate <laughs> and I got to be able to mess with the timing. Because, hey, as a pitcher, if you know these guys are running wild, I mean, things can get away from you in a hurry. In, but I, a, in, a, in a heartbeat. Yeah, I think, you know, you Darvish was one of the biggest culprits when yeah, it came oh, yeah. to Blake, allowing a base runners. Yet, you Darvish is as adaptable as any yeah. pitcher yeah. that I've ever seen pitch in terms of, you know, how he can control everything. I'd be shocked if you didn't have a couple of wrinkles ready for this season, knowing that it was coming, 100%. you know, and I, I mean, they're smart guys and they'll yeah. figure it out, Jesse. Like you said, they'll make adjustments too. Yeah, Darvish is as weird as it sounds because of how many bases have been stolen against him in his career. Doesn't worry me as much as other guys because, as you said, he's he's up for the challenge. He's also a slow worker. Now there's a clock. I don't think that bothers him. I think you was like, all right, I'll do it differently. You know, the same way I've changed the kinds of pitches that I use a thousand he's times. He's one of those guys. It's yeah. like, look, keep throwing it at me and I'll figure it out. He's also been with the stolen bases kind of like Greg Maddox-esque in that he doesn't care, truly, I think. You know, if a guy steals second, he's like, all right. All right. Like, it, doesn't, it doesn't change Still what I'm doing. Still not going to let you score. Right, so exactly. yeah, bears yeah. down and, yeah. and makes his yeah. pitch. Oh, man, that's going to be so fascinating yeah. to watch. I do. I have a, a little sympathy for, for the catchers. I do because, yeah. I mean, it, it – it looked pretty ugly. You can only do so much back there. Only so much you can do. I yeah. mean, not everybody's Yachty. Not everybody's Pudge. You know what you're going to hear a lot of? Pop time. Pop time. Get ready for pop time. Mm. You saw those videos of Ethan Salas, didn't you? Good I met him this morning. <laughs> did you? did. Okay. Yeah. What a kid, man. 16 years old. Unbelievable. I mean, I haven't met him in He's person He's more mature yet, than I am. Very impressive. Very impressive. Bilingual. Really cool, yeah. Uh, poised. I mean, you don't see that out of 16-year-olds no, at all. No. This is very impressive. If anyone's wondering, he's the uh, top international prospect who the Padres signed a few weeks ago out of uh, Venezuela, right? Yep. Venezuela. And I've only seen some of the videos, but I know he went out into the community with the Padres yesterday. You he's don't here. usually do that with 16-year-olds either. Jackson That's Merrill out there. Very he's impressive. here, yeah. It's I mean, uh, it's a good reminder for all of us, right, that – this isn't just Manny and Xander yeah. and Fernandez. There is more coming. Uh, there is more coming, and, and that's that's exciting. This I just keep looking around. This it's is unbelievable, crazy, huh? It really it feels like a um, it feels like a celebration, like a World Series celebration, which you can only imagine uh, what that's going to look like when it does in fact Better happen. Better than this, yeah. Bigger. If this is day one, it's, what's yeah. that look like? Exactly. I, I said that insane. when I was out at the stage. You know, the Gallagher Square totally <laughs> packed. packed, totally packed, like a Friday night sellout. And I was like, guys, this isn't even a game. No. Like, and the energy, I mean, it's going to, basically every game this year is going to be near sold out. You're probably going to be averaging 40-something thousand yep. all season yep. long, 79 home games. Just think about what that's going to be like in here. You're not going to want to miss a game. I mean, what, the last game here, here on was. 97-3 the fans. Here on game 97-3 two, Game the two fans. of the NLCS against the Phillies, which was an incredible game. That comeback, game two win against the yeah. Phillies was the last game here. At Petco Park, and I thought it's going to be tough to bring that energy back. I mean, you had the Dodger win in Game Four, you had the Phillies win in Game Two of the NLCS, and here's the energy right back again. In right February. back again, and it's going to be here the whole time. I mean, the, the Dodger game in the rain, yeah. all of that. It was like out of a movie. You know, I don't know that we're going to find that like on Wednesday, May 18th against the Diamondbacks. <laughs> we may, but we, we may. might. Like, it's not crazy to think it's that it could out. be in range. Back in the day, you knew you weren't right. Here now. Uh, especially Fernando coming back. That, yeah. What's that first home game going to be like when he's back here? If he's healthy and ready to go, that first home game with him back, this play, the doors are going to blow off this play. And I'll you, be one of them. And sure. you know he's hitting a home run in the sure first game. Sure, just he's ready to go. You know he's going yard in the first game. You huh. know he is. You can almost bet on it. Well, Jesse, uh, it's going to be exciting. Amazing. Thank you for stopping by. We've got yeah. a lot going here. How about a round of applause for Jesse, Jesse Adler, Adler, voice of the Padres here on 97.3 The Fan.
We will come back with more live Ben and Woods from FanFest Padres 2023 at Petco Park on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Appropriate song choice here as we are in the midst of taking photographs here at uh, Padres Fan Fest at Petco Park. Ben Woods, Paul, all here until 3 o'clock. We've already talked to Trevor Hoffman and Jesse Agler. That song's actually called Big Bang Baby, so I don't know what's going <laughs> on. Uh, I don't know how appropriate yeah, it is for this moment. not very fitting at all, actually. <laughs> but he did say photograph. Well, speaking of your, uh, your, yours is not a big baby anymore. He's you not. Got, uh, had a birthday party this morning. How did that go? It was good. We had uh, the little the, the trampoline big place, and, and, of course, I showed up and I go, I, I'm like, I, I got to go to work. I'm not going to jump. Jump on the turn. Yeah. Ten seconds later, I'm like, <laughs> trying to dunk and having fun. My knees were giving out. Uh, it was it was awesome. He was having so much fun. I, I like, pulled him aside. I go, Daddy's got to go. My mean boss. Where is my mean boss? He's around here. My mean <laughs> boss is making me work today. And he looked at me. He goes, all right, great. I'll see you when you get home. Like, he couldn't have cared less. Just wanted to get back and jump. He up. had his friends. He had trampolines, probably yeah. some cake of some sort. Yeah, yeah. donuts from VGs, oh, the yeah. whole thing. Like it was, it was, it was pretty lit this morning. So, uh, but no, I got my exercise by jumping and and doing flips and Excellent. everything else. It was so much fun. I know you had a t-ball practice. Maybe we'll save some of this for yeah, the, the show next week. Yeah, a whole four-hour yeah. show on so Monday. Nice. So, okay. <laughs> uh, something's going on on the field. I hear a lot of cheering right now. We can't see what's uh, happening on the field, but I imagine they're introducing some players down there. The way. Uh, we're hearing the applause that's coming from uh, just over the side. And really, it's been, I mean, one of the things that you notice when you've been here at Petco Park, there are some different activities like the garage sale, uh, the tour, the visiting clubhouse, photographs, autographs. There's lines kind of all over the place. And you kind of run into a line somewhere and you kind of wonder, huh, I have no I, I have no idea what people are waiting for, but they're waiting for it here. So I did. They're excited about it. I did, I did see on. What? What the? Heck? What is happening right now? Go Giants! Who is this guy? <laughs> <laughs> Some weird old guy. Some guy. We got a Giants fan that's He's wearing a, a very he's heavy in, jacket and he's pants. And, huh? He's got, he's got sketchers, sketchers on, on and he just go Giants. A shock of right. white hair. said he saw a guy in a Bellinger jersey. I saw here. a guy in a Bellinger jersey here today. Like, do you have a death wish? I don't, yeah. I wonder if he made it out. What I mean, team is he on now? It's just stupid. He's a Cub. He's, he's a Cub now. Cub yeah. now. Uh, no, this is uh, this is pretty nuts. We got Jake Cronenworth going to join us in about what half an hour, twenty-five minutes, half an hour. Uh, but no, I, I did hear this morning that lines were just morphing into other lines and just. I mean, look, at the end of the day, I don't know how. I, I'm, I said it yesterday in the air. I'm glad I didn't have to plan this thing because it just. I don't know that they even had any idea that this many people would be down here. It's just bananas. And uh, but San Diego, you showed out once again, just like you did in the playoffs, just like you did. All season long last year, the uh, San Diego's not a sports town narrative takes another another blow right to the right to the uh, the, the nuts. I guess I can say. Adam There's just, Adam. Just you just death death stare. Well, I mean, what are you gonna do? <laughs> to the testicles. Sorry. Um, yes. No better. Yeah. All right. To the heart. Another shot to the heart. And you're to blame. Shot through the heart. Yes. There you go. Thank you. So, uh, yeah, it was amazing when we were doing the calculations with Jesse that uh, so in 20 days there is a spring training game, the first game against the Seattle Mariners here on 97.3 The Fan. I, I mean, will, I will be there. It's 20, 20 days from now is the first game. 
That means pitchers and catchers, they will be reporting in nine in days. Nine days. Nine Just days. A day after the Super Bowl, uh, you will start seeing the first pitchers and catchers from the WBC uh, who report. And I was uh, listening to Manny Machado. I actually asked him downstairs a few minutes ago when he was doing his news conference. He said, for, for fans in San Diego who are torn to cheer for the United States or the <laughs> Dominican Republic and all the Padres, guilty as what charged. do you say? And he goes, I think you're going to cheer for your guys. You I, cheer I for think, your guys. I think you're going to yes. cheer for your guys. I don't have any guys. You know, I don't have one guy on Team USA. Not one. In fact, I've got like seven anti guys on Team. I'm not going to root for Will Smith. Oh, go get him, Clayton Kershaw. Pass. Pass. I, I, I'm going to have trouble saying it's a bad thing to cheer for the United States. I mean, it's fun to root for your flag. It's one of the things that hey, make the Olympics. You better not say it's a bad fun, thing to root for the United but States. But I do feel like a majority of Padres fans will be pulling for. The Dominican Republic. I mean, How they'll certainly want not? to see How could you Hugh not? Darvish do well pitching for Japan. 100%. And that there is, there's no real connection with this club now and Team USA. Now that Nick Martinez uh, is not going to be on the roster. Well, and it's not even not a, a connection. It's the guys that you loathe from other teams. Guys that I absolutely don't like watching play baseball. Guys that when they come on the screen, I go, God, I wish I didn't have to watch that guy play. Uh, I have I have no allegiance to, to that team other than the country that they play for. But I'm going to root in a, in a, let's be honest, a meaningless tournament. I'm going to root for the guy, all my guys. And most of my guys play for DR. I mean, the simple fact is, is that all of us want the San Diego Padres to do well more than any result you can hope for in the World Baseball Class. No question. Doesn't matter. Okay, what, Manny hits a thousand in the, the WBC. But the best way for the Padres to get ready would likely to be for those guys to play have well. success and do well and play well. So if you're cheering for the Padres this season, and I know everybody here is, then my guess is you're probably cheering for the Dominican Republic, or at least individually for those guys on the DR. And, I mean, if those guys do well, they're going to be a hard team to beat, I, I just, would say, next month. I did read that uh, they just lost, like, three pretty good starting pitchers. Because did they? I think Severino from the Yankees is, uh, was one. There was a couple more that – their, I guess their ownership, their GM said, eh, let's, let's not. And uh, I think they lost like three starting pitchers, so that's going to that's gonna deal them a little bit of a blow with just a couple weeks left till games start. But I'm excited for that tourney. I always am. It's, it's really, really fun to watch. But um, I'll be crossing my fingers the whole time. Well, I mean, Manny, Manny acknowledged the dual nature of it. He said, it's a good thing that we've got so many players on WBC rosters. And it's kind of a bad thing. <laughs> it's kind of it's, terrifying. It's a, little, it's a little bit of both. And he, he acknowledged that, but he said – it's just, it's such an important thing to be able to play, suit up for your country. It's our gold medal, he called it. It's, That's it's cool. The one chance. You can go after your World Series trophies and MVP awards and individual accolades, but to win a gold medal, I mean, they're not, never going to do that in right. the Olympics at this point now. You know, it's, it's not for pro players. It's not for at least Major League Baseball players. So this is your chance to do that and win a gold medal and have that experience. And I don't begrudge the guys who want to do it. How did he look, by the way? He looked great. How do you sound? Very comfortable. Mid-season form. He already gave us a, um, we're taking it day by day. And I said, that's a pro. He's already in mid-season form. They're already with the cliche. taking it day by day. It's we just one day, one day at a time. We're just taking it one day at a time right now. It's you can't everywhere. Even, you can't even go 1-0 and o today. <laughs> you can't. You can't go 1-0 and o tomorrow. Taking care of our business each day. Dude, so it's been absolute just insanity, chaos. Superstar after superstar after superstar down at Gallagher Square. They're bringing them around. They're doing the meet and greets. 
And we heard like a huge roar a few minutes ago. Yeah. And I'm just going off a timeline here from 97.3. Uh, somebody, Adam or Sammy, somebody posted a video of Toddy, who's at, at the. Yes. He's over there right now at Gallagher Square. And the quote was, I love you, San Diego. I'm not going to leave this place for a long time. Yeah. Let's go. Now, I was told by a Raiders podcaster <laughs> and by a former morning show host from 97.3, the fan, yeah. who shall not be named. That he was going to be traded. So not. Not happening. I think we can debunk that. Let's deb- it's more things have been debunked today. Uh, I like that very much. I love that, man. I love that kid. I'm so glad he's back. And uh, it's zero hard feelings. None. The uh, photo yesterday of really? him, him and, and Manny, Manny oh, walking out for the like, community uh, events that they were doing yesterday. Saw the one picture of the, the two one. of them walking out. I go, oh, we're back. Hey, we're back. We're back. Oh we're, back. we're 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 back. We are back. What Jesse said, uh, Joe Musgrove's quote today about Fernando really having to find the ability to forgive himself. Of course. At some point. And it, it, it might my heart go out for him. You know, you wanted at the beginning. You wanted so bad. You wanted to make sure he felt bad. Yes, what he I did. know. It's like at the beginning. It's like you does this kid feel bad. Does this, this kid know how much he's let us all down? This better hurt. How 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 awful he should feel. And now that we've learned, yes, he feels really awful. You know what? Kid, forgive it's yourself. Like, please, Just come on back. please forgive yourself, and please go back to being who you are because that's who we loved and yeah, that's, that's who we fell in love with. So. Let it go. Just let's move on from here, and you you be you going forward. He looks really comfortable. Uh, all smiles yesterday. You know, just so happy. So happy. This lineup's going to be so freaking stacked. And Is it possible it's going to be the longest and the fastest, like, two months until the season starts? Huh. I can't decide if it's dra- – because it's, I feel like it's dragging a little bit right now. But I can also I see it being here in the it, blink of an eye. I want to get it on. <laughs> I'm ready to get it on. I'm ready for opening day. I'm ready – I'm thinking about getting in the car, driving to Arizona for Toddy opening day. We've like, I'm just ready. We've talked about it on the show a little bit, and you said, "Hey, they may have him DH a little bit more. Yeah. You know, ease him back into it." If you were the manager, if you were Bob Melvin, how tight are the reins on Fernando Tatis Jr.? Tight. Not so. You know, with the new stolen base rules, tight. You're not saying, Bro, "Hey, go out there and steal I'm 75 bags." I just had shoulder surgery. I'm not having him slide headfirst into a bag ever. Now, if you want to slide foot first, okay, but I'm, it's tight. The reins are tight this year. If, if it was me, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not letting that 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 Mustang. But run you free. also have to acknowledge that the reason why Fernando Tatis Jr. is such a superstar, and he'll get back. He'll get back there. He'll you just want to see him a little more gradual. Just a little gra- a gradual. Hey, man, come October. Even if you want to save him up and and then cut him free in October, if he's still feeling good. Let him fly in October, see what happens. But, man, if it's May, I don't need Fernando trying to swipe three bags a game. I just don't. I, I, Even if he thinks he can make it no. easily. Unless he can make it standing up. You want you would you would rather keep the reins tight it's gonna be so hard. in the it's season. It's going to be so hard with him, too, because that's just not, that's not how he plays. All right, so would you rather maybe see him bat a little bit deeper in the order? Then? No. If he's not your <laughs> no. if he's not your base stealing guy, no, no chance. Would you move him down to third? No, because you don't have to have a base stealing guy at the top anymore. It's not 1987, you know. Like Aaron Judge hits one for the Yankees sometimes. They all Kyle well, just, Kyle uh, Schwarber hits sim- one for the Phillies. I'm just saying, make it simple. Who's your best on base guy on the team? Probably Juan Soto. Probably Juan Soto. Yeah, Juan Soto. Does he bat first? He'd probably put him in the two. You put him in the two, and you still put Toddy first. Nando one, uh, Soto two. 
Because if he's not Xander three, Manny four, I'm just saying, forget if, it. If you're keeping the reins on and you're not letting him create havoc out there, you don't there, have to steal dancing those around. guys behind you though. Well, you, don't, you don't. You don't have to. But why wouldn't you just then have your best on base guy go first? Why not have Juan Soto lead off? I mean, you can do that too. I mean, the Yankees had Aaron Judge leading it's off. It's all deadly. It's not. I just said that. Do I want to There's drive no... the Lambo or the Maserati? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Exactly, Gee, exactly. I don't know. It's all deadly. I mean, he's got a lot to play with. So I think it's going to be health dependent. I think it's going to be matchup dependent. Uh, I don't think any of those guys are going to have a problem hitting any one of those one through four. You could probably lead Manny off if you wanted to. He's not going to care. Um, I just, it's just a very deadly top of the line. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't either. Yeah, I mean, you could. You could. Xander yeah. could bat up there as well. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, do you want them in a set spot? You just said matchup dependent. Would you be okay if they switched it around lefty-righty? Sure. Or would you rather see a consistent one through five with your five best hitters? I mean, again, it's not Pretty much, you know, inked in there. It's not 1987. I, I, I they mix the the best teams mix up their lineups all the time, and and you play the matchups, you play the health, you play who's locked in, who's not. Uh, you if you want Toddy to get more fastballs, you probably lead him off. You know, you probably lead him off. Uh, if you want Soto to see better pitches, he probably hits in the two. It just it just depends. It really depends. There's no. Uh, these are really good problems to have. This isn't like, hey, I'm going to try Spangenberg in the two. And if he gets better fastballs, he can do some damage. No, these are like the best hitters in the game. A lot of food for thought for uh, manager Bob Melvin and his coaching staff, which uh, was announced today officially and is rather large. We can talk about that coming up. And then uh, Jake Cronenworth is supposed to join us coming up in our next segment as well. We're live from Padres Fan Fest, special Yeah, Better Woods on 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.